Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to On The Rise, a podcast about female college tennis players on the way up. On The Rise serves compelling stories and unique angles in women's college tennis. This is your host, Perry Shinen. In this episode of On The Rise, I will be speaking with Virginia Tech freshman Tamara Baradzaki, who played number one singles for the Hokies during her first college season. Tamara achieved a career-high professional ranking of 844 before joining the team at Tech. Led by head coach Terry Anzawaki Holdren and assistant coach Eduardo Rincon, Tamara captured seven wins in the top spot during her freshman campaign, all while facing elite competition in the ACC Conference. Hello, welcome to On The Rise podcast. I'm your host, I'm Perry. Hi, I'm super excited to be here today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, thank you so much for being here. I'm so thrilled to have you on. And so let's dive right in. So you play number one singles for Virginia Tech and that has been unbelievable. Tell me about your first season. I mean, it's been super exciting. Obviously it's exhausting because we have a match, sometimes two, you know, in a week. So that's super exciting. But I'm so grateful for this opportunity. At the end of the day, not a lot of freshmen get this opportunity, especially in the first semester, to play number one. So for me, it's a great opportunity to go forward, especially in the ACC, which is such a hard conference. Every single match, I have a hard match, but I'm going for that because I know I'm only going to get improved. I'm playing against top players all the time, top 10, top 15 but it doesn't matter because I'm just getting forward and improving my game. I had an amazing season. Honestly, I had such a great experience with all COVID and all of that. We got to play all the season, which I'm so grateful. With COVID, all the tournaments got canceled and everything. So for me to just come to Virginia Tech, improve my tennis in such a high level and play every week and do architecture as well, which is my passion. It's amazing, honestly, amazing opportunity. I'm grateful. I love my coaches. The team is great. And I love Blacksburg, which is awesome. (laughs) So awesome. Well, that's also wonderful. And really, that you have such a positive outlook on the entire season. And I mean, in your position on the team, which is such an incredible opportunity is awesome. Now let's hop right off the court because you started talking about it yourself. Architecture, tell me more. Yeah, one of the top reasons I came to Tech because we have one of the top architecture program actually in the country. So I visited other school, obviously, but I was super impressed by the program. It's amazing. So right now I'm actually in Tech doing summer studio, which is super cool. We have the best teachers and the best group ever, which is in person. This is amazing, honestly. But for me to get this opportunity to play tennis and doing architecture, It's amazing. Most of the players don't know, they come to college and they don't exactly know what they're doing, which is totally normal. I just had passion about it for years and years. Like I'm doing models at home all the time after matches. So for me to get an opportunity to study in one of the top architecture program in the country is amazing. I'm so grateful and I'm having really the best time ever. 
That is so wonderful. And so for, for those listeners who do not know, when you were making models after tennis, you were not in the United States. Where were you? I was in Israel. So I'm from Israel, actually, Arcelia, Israel. It's next to Tel Aviv, like 25 minutes for both. For the people who know Tel Aviv, this is a beach city, a really cool place. Actually, practice in Tel Aviv with Ofer Sela. Maybe some of the people know him because he's actually the brother of Dudi Sela, our best player in Israel. So, yeah, I was doing it at home after practices, matches, and then I got into it and I understood this is a real major. I was like, oh, cool. I explored that and I was super excited to learn that. So I just knew before ahead of time that I'm going to do that. So I came prepared. <laughs> so wonderful. I mean, it's so exciting that, you know, you really had that passion and, and you acted on it. That is so cool. And you kept tennis in your life in such a big way. And so tell me more about your childhood, about really how you got to tech. So we are like a tennis family, I would say, because I have a little sister, only one sister, but she's playing tennis as well. We're actually a sport family because she just started sailing as well. So we we encourage our family, just encourage us to chase our, our dreams. So I knew education and tennis for me is both important, which you don't find that in a lot of players. Most of the players just focus on one thing, which is okay, but for me, like... I won both, so I actually started ten playing tennis at like six and a half years old. So my dad always wanted me to play sports. He played tennis too with his dad, and he was a soccer player before becoming a lawyer. So actually I have like tons of funny videos of me hitting the ball with him in the house and enjoying myself and be like, I'm going to be in TV and stuff. Like I was super passionate about it. I, I did other stuff, right? I did a lot of stuff. I did violin, I did ballet, I did ten dancing, gymnastic, but I was just like not passionate about it enough. Like I, I was honestly getting bored. Then my dad was like, we're going to try something cool. We're going to do tennis. I was all down for that. And you start and you win in matches, you get more trophies. I was addicted to that. I caught into it, did tons of tournaments around the world. Honestly, I have a lot of experience. I have ranking everywhere, I believe. So I just did more and more tournaments. I was consistent in that, started practicing every single day. And at some point I knew I'm going to do college. Actually in Israel, it's a very popular scene. We have Daniel Zuckerman, which was actually one in the college men's ranking in USC. So. It's a very popular scene to go to college. So as soon as I understood this opportunity, my mom told me this is a great opportunity for you to have education, to have tennis. So I was like, that's the way to improve because I want to be pro as well and I want to have an architecture degree. So I got into tech through all that recruiting process, started to look on other schools, did a lot of FaceTime calls with the coaches because that's an important thing to do. But then I decided to come to Tech. I was, honestly, I had the best tour ever. And I was, I'm so grateful for the fact that I actually had a tour, an actual tour before COVID. So that was cool. I saw the place, I saw the people, which is awesome. I just felt the energy and I just felt like I belong here. So I decided to come to Tech. That is so wonderful. And so I know that after high school, you you did something else before coming to college. And do you want to tell us about that as well? Right. So in Israel, we have to do the army before we do any university or whatever you want to do. So after um, I finished high school, you need to go at 18. So I came to the army. I was in the Air Force. So the scene is um, 
in Israel, you need to get a special position which allows you to be an athlete. So that's pretty hard because they are pretty stiff about it. So you have to have a WTA ranking already in 18, which is super hard, obviously, because WTA is for pro and everything. So most of the people just finish ITF Junior. So I have to have both. So I play a lot of tournament to get this special position because otherwise it's hard to practice. I got this special position and... They were understand everything. They let me do tournaments. Basically, they knew I'm just gonna do tournaments around the world. Brought them chocolate from every place. That was a funny scene. Yeah, for sure. I got improved a lot by this time. I mean, anyway, it's an experience for a lifetime. I got to know friends for a lifetime. That was a cool experience to be in the Air Force, meeting people, doing some important stuff for our country. And still manage to practice daily with my coach, doing tournaments, and come even more prepared to the college. Because most of people come, I know some of them come later, but most of the people come at 18. And I got to have two more years of playing, experience tournaments. So you can see it in that way, that I did a lot of tournaments. I got improved a lot. Like, if you compare my level by two years later than the two years before, huge difference. So I'm grateful for that. That's prepared me way better. So incredible. And so so you came into the team as a freshman, obviously slightly older than everyone. Did that have any impact? Did you kind of see the other 18-year-olds and did you feel any different socially? Um, I wouldn't think so. I mean, I, I don't think so. Everybody treated me the same scene. I mean, anyway, we have people, they're junior and they're kind of the same age. And we have some people, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Because, for example, my roommate, she's not a tennis player, but I had the best luck to get the best roommate ever, the most supportive girl I ever know. She come to every single match. So she's 18. And you know what? We've just talked about this exact scene. And it doesn't matter because I speak to her as exactly as she would speak to me two years later. Two years, it doesn't matter. So I just got more experience. So that's okay. Absolutely. And that is so lovely. I have also had fantastic roommate experience when during my time at Brown, I was paired randomly with my best friend. So it right. <laughs> See, sometimes we have luck in life, right? Absolutely. And so grateful for it. And so tell me more about the tennis, you know, moving forward, what are your goals next year? Next year, obviously, I wasn't here in the fall. I was only one semester here in the spring. So I understood fall is a bit different. We have tournaments individually and then we have the spring again. So right now I'm working really hard on my tennis with coaches this summer to improve myself, to come more prepared to the tournaments individually. Next year, obviously, it's going to be second year for me already in arch and tennis. So I just want to come the best thing I can for the team, to come as much prepared, to do great results, to come and have the great experience. And it's going to be in person. So that's super exciting. I mean, I got to meet anyway people, but obviously computer is not my best friend. I would say I prefer in person. I prefer meeting people. So I'm super excited about that because I already have such a great time here in the summer meeting friends in person, doing studio. So I can't imagine how it is to be an actual lecturer and not seeing it in the computer. I'm really looking forward to just have like a normal experience. And I'm all ready to go for that. I'm practicing super hard right now. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that's so exciting. And really to be able to be in person for architecture, tell me a little bit more about that. What does that entail? Just going to classes, going to lectures. I will have studio as well, which this semester I did not have studio. Right now I'm doing the studio for the whole year to complete that. But 
I mean, next year is going to be studio with people as well all the year. So it's going to be great just meeting people and meeting people in lectures because obviously architecture is a rare, it's a hard major. So before coming to studio, because it was on the computer, I barely met people from architecture, maybe one or two. I met a lot of people, but not architecture somehow. But right now I'm going to see them and it's, it's just really funny to get to know people and get to know um, the professor as well because one course for me is actually part two of the same course. So to hear that live, it's actually super exciting and just be there in class with all the people. What a cool academic path. And so are you one of the few women or are there a lot of women that go into architecture? I wouldn't say I'm one of the few women. We actually have a lot of people, but right now in studio, it's a foundation. So we have also interior design, industrial design, all this kind of stuff. So this is cool. You meet people from all kinds of design, landscape architecture. But I mean, I wouldn't say I'm one of the few people. I, I don't know exactly the percentage, but I already met some amazing people. And this is only the summer people. I will meet next year the people that have been here all year. Absolutely. And so you talked about your goals on the court. You talked about your goals in architecture. What is your ultimate goal? Is it, it's obviously to play professional tennis, but then after that, do you know what you want to do in the architecture world? So I yet don't know, but I still have five more years to think about it. But I mean, obviously I want to go pro, but I still want to do architecture. Obviously it's my passion at the end of the day. So for me to have this measure from this degree from tech, gives me a lot of opportunity because this is a great school to finish anyway, but architecture is one of the top in the country. So, I mean, to get a job, to start working on that, to get more job, obviously, and just go forward with that. Because at the end of the day, I do want to be an architect. That's one of my passions at the end of the day. So I'm working hard for achieving that as, as much as I work hard on the court. That is so wonderful. So my final question is really about the balance of academics and athletics and how your mental health has has really, you know, how has that impacted your mental health in college versus in high school? It's very stressful because of the fact that we have practices, we have morning practices. Sometimes it's very early in the morning. Can ask my roommate, she's still sleeping. I'm still going to practice. I'm coming back from the practice. She's still sleeping. I'm like, yeah, I just finished the morning practice. I still have the afternoon practice. So I would say I'm a busy girl, and then with schools, I mean, this semester was online, so I could choose when to see my lectures, honestly, which was, as it was great, especially for traveling, because the traveling part is the real issue. Flying or even driving, it's pretty hard learning while we prepare to play against another team. So obviously, I believe um, next semester would be harder because it's in-person, which I'm grateful for, but at the end of the day, we need to have a schedule with tennis and school so I'm sure we will figure it out but the thing is um obviously in high school I had a lot of stress too because I did a lot of tournaments during the year but I had these great teachers that actually understood it all and helped me during these paths but I'm really good at organizing my time I would say which is great I feel like that's something that tennis gave me just you have to have a good organization of the time because otherwise what you will do so I'm just like organize my time, still have time to hang out with friends, obviously eat, recover, gym, whatever that is, practice and study. 
So I did that really good last semester, which obviously it's not the same, but it was as stressful as that. So I did that in high school. I was the girl that traveled to tournaments with the books, I admit. But at the end of the day, um, I feel like next semester I will do that as well. I will just figure out the plan, how to study, um, what to do. We have this amazing center for athletes to study there, which is great. That really helps me. We have great advisors. But I think you just about organize your time. And I say I have less time than others, but it's just about understanding the plan at the end of the day. Absolutely. Well, I love that. It has been so wonderful to have you on today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Tamara Baradizaki and I'm on the rise. This has been an episode of On the Rise, a Tennis Channel podcast in partnership with Behind the Racket. Join us next time to continue our conversation about women's college tennis. This is Perry Shinen, On the Rise.